0: We welcome you to another edition of inside boxing live you know the deal by now it's dan canobio it's chris Algieri. we're coming to you from new york city and we are excited for a fight week that we'll see tyson fury taking on francis We have a very special guest joining us in just a mere moment is ariel hawani mma fighting we've seen him literally everywhere big voice in the mma world so we'll get his thoughts from an mma perspective It's just an all-around great conversation uh with ariel chris how are you doing my friend
1: i'm doing great i'm excited to uh to speak with ariel hawaii i mean he's a fantastic resource in this this fight world that we all now live in and uh yeah he's also a really good guy so this should be this should be fun
0: you want to stay for the fury and gano talk and then at the end uh, a very long-winded compliment from ariel
1: that i handled with pure class
0: Dignity. Is there any um other headlines this week? Uh, let's see. Fury and Ghana flick's going to take over soon. That's the biggest fight of the weekend. Um, Haney Progray media tour starting to heat up. Or seeing Haney go around. I actually looking forward to that fight. We're in the yeah, midst it, of this, it,
1: it, and they're building it up nice too. They, they've they've got a they've got like what seems like a genuine you know bad blood. You've got the 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 fitness trainer fighting with with. The uh the father, I mean it's it's it's, it's there's there's storylines and I think that's that's important. It's tough though because it's going to go head to head with a couple other pay per views that weekend. Um, it's I also a tough paper pay per view to sell. So it's boxing punching itself in the face once again. But um, that's a good fight.
0: I, I like that fight. I think it's the best fight remaining on the schedule because I don't think that Fury Usyk will happen December twenty third. Agreed. If agreed. it does happen, then that's clearly the best fight. But I would say uh program or oh, Bam versus uh Sonny edwards uh which is not getting any publicity at all that would be um december 60 december is loaded december 2nd ryan garcia is back uh december 9th there's haney pro gray there's heisman knight that's not featuring TF lopez i know you guys did a pretty awesome interview with tfimo on pro box go check that out um so december 9th loaded There's another one there's a showtime pay-per-view that's being trotted out that's just not great right. um uh, mayweather an exhibition, I believe, the against Mikey Nick Garcia,
1: and then Danny and Thurman in separate bouts.
0: Thurman versus Danny Onis, which I Good love fight. as a fight. Love that
1: fight. Love, love that fight. That fight. Don't like love it as fight. a meaningful fight. Um, meaningful fight. Meaningful
0: um, fight. Meaningful fight. Yes. Uh, the boots. It's like the boots Super Bowl. Um, and then Danny Garcia versus Is there Arizona Lara? I mean, that's
1: not meaningful <laughs> fight. <laughs> not meaningful fight. It's the opposite. So, but also, it, it, the, I I hear they're doing it at one fifty five for a middleweight title. Correct that burns my blood i am i am, boils my blood years. good god how do you i don't know what that means it waters down championships i hate it so much i
0: hate it's, it so much it's crazy man it's the wba middleweight championship of the world it's not even you know what i mean it's not even the guy you know the guy is probably janabek so you're watering it down from that standpoint then you're watering it down from the standpoint that it's not even a weight class
1: it's not a weight class
0: a guy in Laro hasn't fought in a year a guy in Danger Cio hasn't fought in a year that's also rumors, 40 though. yeah it's all rumors not um that that fight card isn't is being reported but not been announced but that's december 9th um so a lot going on in the boxing world but let's get to our conversation with the one and only Ariel Helwani all right we got a very special guest here on inside boxing live chris he is from the MMA world. He dabbles in boxing. I'm seeing him more and more in Vegas. We all are. He's interviewing Devin Haney. I think he's a boxing guy now. Ariel Helwani joins the show. What's up, Ariel?
2: Ah, uh, it's so great to be here, my friends. By the by, the way, uh, about time that you guys get an actual boxing expert on the program. <laughs> uh, so it's good to be here and, uh, it's nice to flex my muscles, but you know how big of a fan I am of this program. Uh, it's, it's my favorite boxing podcast. I say that publicly. I say that privately. I listen every time you guys drop an episode, you tell it like it is wow. no bias, no agenda. I'm a huge fan. So quite frankly, I'm wondering what took me so long to get the invite, but we can deal with that later.
0: I was trying to get you in studio in, in front of the John Boyle.
2: Okay. I didn't know that you're busy. You know,
0: you're running around doing the MMA hour for hours, uh, you're 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 doing everything. No, but the, Um, the,
1: our studio, the studio is going to the office is pretty impressive. So it would have been nice to get you in there next time you York. but
2: you don't look like you're in the studio, Chris. I'm not, but I would fly up for you, bro. I appreciate that. You're the busiest man in combat sports. I mean,
1: you're calling Uh, like 900 fights a week. (laughs) Yeah. I've had a, I've had a, I've had a good run the past couple months, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's good doing what you love.
0: Yes. And uh, I, I told some of the, the John boys around here that Ariel Hawani's is joining the show. they were excited. Wow. Up.
2: I'm a baby face at the uh, John
0: boy a, uh, standing over. Chris gets a standing or a clapping company. When people come in, we have guests. Uh, Big Bang Zhang came two oh, weeks legend. ago. Ryan Garcia came through um, to get standing ovation. So Ariel would get the red carpet if he came to John boy. Enterprise. Do,
1: wait, do I have the most standing ovations in John Boy history? Because I'll just—I'm I, going
0: to say yes for for the ego. because
1: I—I—I can think of at least three or four already. I mean, that's that's, that's every time
0: you come through I mean, yeah. quarterly, quarterly Algeria visits it gets
1: right. Yeah, it's about yeah, it's about four times a year. Yeah, of that.
0: Uh, thank you for the kind words, though. I appreciate that very much. Um, the reason we want to have you on uh, is there's a big boxing match this weekend. Oh yes, in uh, the Middle East, and it's Francis Ngannou taking on. Tyson Fury, we've talked about it a little bit on this show. I'm not the biggest fan of this event. Um, I don't know where the buzz is at. From a boxing side, I think it's non-existent because we all want to see Fury in there with Usyk, which we might get at the end of the year. What I want to know from your end is where is the MMA side? Where Are they pro and gone? Are they pro this event? How are you feeling about it? Tell us.
2: Well, I would say the MMA fans and the MMA community, and dare I say the MMA media Are a little less hoity-toity than you boxing guys meaning i think we're a little bit more open-minded to these events even though they usually happen in boxing rings uh typically when you go to these events i i I see predominantly more uh mma media faces even the jake paul events even the crossover events for some reason i don't know what it says about us but it seems as though we are a lot more receptive to it perhaps you guys are the old traditional garden you don't like to see your sport bastardized and our sport is sort of like the product of a bastardization of all forms of martial arts and so we're okay with this sort of thing. Uh but to to answer the question, no, there's buzz. Uh there's excitement. Uh it helps that there's no UFC event. You know, typically the UFC just finished a stretch of 17 straight weekends of events. It's absurd. Seventeen straight weekends. Uh there's no UFC this weekend. So all eyes are on Francis. And we've been following look, I, I was arguing with my guys on, on my show about this. This is the culmination of like a three to four year storyline because Francis was talking about this story for a while. Then for those that don't know in your audience, um, he was the heavyweight champion of the world in the UFC and no one as a champion in the UFC gets to defend their title on the last fight of their deal. They'll usually lock you up. There's usually a champion's clause. There's all kinds of things, but it just so happened that when he fought Cyril Ghan two years ago, almost two years ago now, uh, he was on the last fight of his deal. And they tried to sign him before, and he said, no, I'm going to bet on my, myself. I want to be free. He fights that fight with a torn ACL. He's down two rounds to none. He all of a sudden has to wrestle for the first time in his career, and he wins three rounds to two. Then he has to sit out a year, get surgery. The UFC tries to sign him repeatedly. Heatedly, he says, no, 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 no. And then in January of this year, they unceremoniously release him, even though they didn't, his his time had elapsed. And they said, we're releasing, we're washing our hands of him. Then from January to May, and I'm sorry for going long here, but you have to understand why this is such a passionate topic for all of us, from January to May, Everyone in the MMA and boxing community slandered this guy, said he made a mistake, said he screwed up, that, that that he fumbled the bag, that he bet on himself the wrong way, X, Y, and Z. Then he comes out in May and says, I've signed with the PFL. And people are like, PFL, this is what you left the UFC for? The PFL, the third organization in the world, this is what you did? And then he hits him with the one, two, the Tyson Fury fight that everyone from Eddie Hearn to 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 De to to Delahoya to everyone in the boxing community said there is no chance. He's he's making a mistake, he's making a mockery of himself. There's no way in hell he's getting this fight. And what does he do? He gets this fight. So in my opinion, he's a winner already. Does yeah. that matter come Saturday? No. We want to see him, you know, actually compete. But it's an incredible story when you consider just what he's been through over the past four years, let alone where he comes from digging up sand dunes as a kid for a dollar a day in Cameroon and having to you know sleep in a in a parking lot in France as a homeless man with dreams of being a boxer it's truly one of the great success stories of my
0: lifetime I 100% agree. And I think, Chris, we've talked about this when the news first came out. We did, like, our instant reaction. And I said, let this be known. This is a major win for Francis Ngannou. He symbolizes everything that's right about uh, being an independent contractor in the fight uh, combat world where you should get out there and test the open market to see what you really are worth. I think that, from the boxing standpoint, I think all boxing fans are in agreement there that this guy deserves this shot. I think he is coming out of this whole thing looking Great looking fine. Let's let a guy get his finally get what he deserves from the boxing standpoint. That's the, the point where it's like, come on, Fury. Like th- th- we want to see you fight. Usyk. We want to see you fight Joshua. want to see you fight literally everyone. But I think we can be in agreement, right? Chris, that this is a moment to celebrate in Ghanu. I'm curious if the MMA world looks at, at it like that. Cause I feel like Dana White has such a stronghold on the fans and he is not uh, he's public enemy, maybe not number one, but he's up there in Ghana. But you know what I'm saying, Chris, like, I feel like in, in Ghana, at least the boxing fans is coming out looking like, yeah, he did, he did win this fight before he even stepped in the ring.
1: No, a thousand percent. He definitely is, is going to be the big winner regardless of what happens, but it couldn't happen to a better guy either. I mean, on top of him being so successful in, in the cage and being a dominant dominant heavyweight world champion and retiring without losing his actual title in in the cage. He's just, he's a really good guy. I know I've met him a few times. I know his coach very well. Um, Eric Nixick, Greg, I've known him for, for over a decade. And uh, it couldn't happen to a better group of guys and guys that like you, like we said, they bet on themselves and they bet on their skills. And Eric as a coach is one of those guys who really cares. He really cares about his charge. He cares about the guys that that are under, under his wing in terms of him as a trainer. And I'm sure he had a lot to do with them going for this fight and, and, and believing in themselves and their ability to step outside the box, take a big risk, which is really hard to do as a fighter. Our windows are so small. And I mean, our window to make money, so taking risks where you're going to sit out for any period of time is a really dangerous thing to do. You've got a family to provide for, you've got coaches to provide for, and if you're not fighting, you're not getting paid. And Francis Ngannou took took that bet bet on himself, and listen, it cashed out, man. It's going to cash out Saturday night. Now, what he does with that, we'll see, but that's a whole nother discussion.
2: And <laughs> and by the way, this isn't like you know Devin Haney going from top rank to matchroom. room. This is leaving oh, the man. behemoth it's... that is the UFC. Like mm-hmm. I mean, it, 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 like they they are. Kleenex. They are, you know, they are Xerox. They are MMA, right? And you leave them as the heavyweight champion of the world. By the way, he made $600,000 in his last title fight as heavyweight yeah, champion. Fury so made in the first I think Fury Six, made
0: that in the first round of his last fight.
2: Absurd. And now he's going, God knows what he's making, 10 to 20 million. Who knows about the pay-per-view? And then the deal with PFL on the back end. And look, no one wants to see him get embarrassed. I think I understand, obviously, what you're saying, Dan, about the, the boxing fans. But there was all kinds of reasons why that fight didn't happen. And I will say this. If I'm Francis and I had him on my show yesterday and he said all the right things, but I know deep down he doesn't feel this way, it was incredibly disrespectful to announce that Usyk fight before this fight. That's a slap in the face. That's spitting in his face. Why That's you spitting. he did that?
0: Why do you think they did? I had my theories because I was live on Morning Combat when that happened, and we were trying to figure out why. I think it was to drum up some more excitement in this fight. It's like, oh, if to the casual fan, if Fury doesn't come through this Inghano fight, you can kiss away, kiss goodbye the unification of the undisputed with Usyk. Why do you think they announced it um, that he would be fighting Usyk?
2: I think Fury got a lot of heat for taking this fight. And they wanted to let everyone know it's okay to support tyson fury it's okay to support this event don't worry the one that you really want is coming up and and saudi has their reasons as well they have their Riyadh season they want to let everyone know that there's going to be this event and there's wwe next week and there's this other thing and this so so they're just trying to like flood the market with all these great events and and that's fine but from a sporting perspective you don't announce the next fight before the other one has taken place you you maybe put it out there there's rumors there's talks we're close this and that fury wins on october 28th you do the post-fight interview you throw to a package and now's the one that you yeah. all wanted you they don't that announce it beforehand you
0: did that for Galopin. i think exactly. i think
1: you're i think you're both right i think it has to do with one spurring up because now you're gonna you're gonna pull in some of the boxing people are gonna be like i want to see what fury has going into this music fight because he's been so inactive we haven't seen him in a year uh is he taking this fight seriously and again if he loses this fight we you know do we really see the, the Usyk fight uh maybe maybe not but um, but that being said, like you, they want to announce as many things as possible. And I think it spurs up a little more interest. Um, is it disrespectful to the fighters? Absolutely. But well, Chris, you listen, said something right there. If I make a money, loses, if he loses his fight, Chris, you
0: said there's yeah, zero percent chance. Ariel, do you agree? Like we saw some of the hey,
1: Fury could oh twist God. his ankle, step into the ropes. Stranger things have happened.
0: He's gonna carry on, mean, I think it's gonna play out as a grizzled uh boxing. Uh, I usually am the uh, optimist on this show, but. Fury is going to carry him. He's going, it's going to go into the eighth or ninth round. And then he's-
1: uh, it depends if, listen, if Nganu comes out and, and is actually dangerous and, and he throws something that whizzes by Tyson and he goes, uh Oh, Nope. I'm getting that guy. He's going to get him out of there early. Does he have that he's-
0: though? Ariel, this, this in this Ngannou, I saw the, 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 the footage of him sparring. It did look, he did look a little slow. I mean, granted he's, this is not his game. Does he have any chance in this fight? Sure. He is a puncher's oh, chance. There's uh, no
2: doubt about it. he's he, he's he's a he's a knockout artist. Does he have the speed? No. Am like would I go and bet my life savings? Obviously not. I'm no dummy. I I, even I, bet I on know this who fight? No, I don't bet on fights. I think it's a conflict of interest. I oh, may tell wow. people like I think you this me guy, feel I, like
0: an absolute p, p, p. Oh, come on man. No,
2: it's just I, as I I don't want to have a like you an out, emotional you
0: Give out your stuff though.
2: No, no, I say this, this, I'm leaning towards this, but I don't actually bet on anything um, because yeah. I shouldn't have any financial or emotional investment okay. All right. in my opinion. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm old school like that. But yeah. that being said, if I was betting my life savings, obviously you're thinking twice before putting it on Francis, just given the history of MMA versus boxing and boxing matches and uh, given the the matchup here. Tyson is an incredible boxer. If if it was it was Francis versus Deontay Wilder, I'd probably feel a little bit better. If it was Francis against Derek Chisora or Dillian White, yeah. I'd feel a little bit better. Tyson's a bad matchup for him. Uh, but that being said, am I just gonna you know dismiss all his chances like like you hoity toity boxing guys? Absolutely not. I've well, seen Francis yeah. almost knock people's heads off.
1: Yeah. I, I've, I've yeah, seen. It too. He's saying hoity toity like it's a it's a, a negative thing. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah,
2: well, we've been around <laughs> a little guys, longer. Be honest, you look down on these events. You look. Yes, you, because the reason we look this down is on ruining the sanctity no, of no, the no, science. No, 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 that's not us. That's no. not
0: me. That's ne- never going to be not me. either Listen, I, I collect checks from Jake Paul and MVP. <laughs> I was never against <laughs> YouTube boxing. I was never.
2: I don't mean you guys in particular, but
0: th- th- that seems Fox, to
2: be the really, sentiment. Yes. The sentiment, right?
1: Well, is it though? Because historically, this is not new. This is not new. We, Tyson uh, Muhammad Ali did, okay. you know, wrestling matches, and like yep. like it. It is not anything new. Um, the problem that that boxing fans have with this particular fight is that Tyson currently holds a title and has been so inactive when yeah. other fighters could be fighting for that. And we have the option of the Usyk fight, which is a heavyweight unification that is huge for the sport historically and everything. Th- that's where our big problem comes from. If he was doing this in between having a three three fight year where he's defending titles and you know he just had a big fight or whatever then i don't think people would care that much and i think boxing fans wouldn't feel a certain kind of way like they do about this and might actually tune in well that's That's why the
0: music fight came through yeah maybe for that reason right there that's why he's i do i think he's gonna be fighting him in december uh probably not i mean fury this week is saying i want to fight it 10 more times Two weeks ago, he was talking about he wanted to retire. Frank Warren is saying, if it was up to me, I would never announce the Usyk fight beforehand. Too, too much could go wrong. But Tyson Fury, you're, this is what you're dealing with. You're dealing with a guy that changes his mind uh, week to week. Uh, but you can bet on this fight. Uh, Francis Ngannou is a plus 750 underdog, according to our friends at DraftKings. I'm not telling you to bet. I'm going to do the Wani. This is what I'm thinking. This hey. is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm thinking. Over four and a half rounds, minus 110. He's going to carry him like mm. Floyd did with Connor. Carried How him. Show. I was there. I loved it. I was carry so into him. that show. How dare you him. say he carried him? Uh, him. Connor he won the up, first four rounds. I mean, he landed was a more master... punches. <laughs> dude, after that fight, I, that was the biggest fight I ever worked for box. It was five years ago. I was counting McGregor, and I had McGregor landing 110 punches on. How many of those were knock on the door punches? How many
1: of them I'm trying these? to say, I'm not, you, now
0: you're Now you questioning the integrity of CompuBox punch counters, Chris. Just saying,
1: those are the kind anyway, of punches he was landing.
0: He had that one where he just tapped his head that everyone likes to go back to. He landed 100. <laughs> a well, he had that
1: uppercut in the first round. That thing was money.
0: That was money. It was a great that punch. That was a money shot. my dad, yeah. and I was like, what?
1: But, but then also Floyd went, oh, that's all you got? Ooh, yeah. I'm, I'm whooping that ass today. <laughs>
0: yeah. In the seventh round, he stepped on the guest pedal, but he landed 110 punches. And I remember Dana White tracked me down. I mean, my dad was like, how many did he land? I said 110. He goes, is that more than anyone else? We said it's more than Pacquiao, it was more than Marquez, it was more than Shane Mosley. First thing Dana White opens with at press <sighs> conference. Well, hello everybody, a great event. I just want to let everyone know that Conor McGregor landed 110 punches. Amazing. On Mayweather it was more than this, this, that, and the other. And I don't know where I was going with that, but it was a cool story.
2: Can I ask you guys a question? Um, since we're talking about the Furies and 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 any guy who has no chance, I'll ask Chris this question: Francis Ngannou, Tommy Fury, who wins?
1: So that, so you had, what you had said earlier about if Agano was fighting another heavyweight, you, you mentioned adelian white or uh, a you know, so, uh, Yeah. I would feel a lot more comfortable, just like you said, because I don't think he's a bad fighter at all. I've seen his kickboxing matches. I've seen what he can do in the ring. I know he has, he has fight ending power. He's got a long reach. He's a big, strong guy. He's been through all the other things. We talked about outside of the ring. He has that fighter spirit and he's been a champion. So there's, there's a lot going into this that you've got to look past just that, but. Yeah, uh, Tyson, Tommy Fury. And I mean, I don't know if you've, I mean, you say you listen to our show, so I don't think that much of him in terms of being a boxer. So well, I'm, I'm just wondering how there. much
2: you think of Francis. Like, this is the litmus test <laughs> right here.
1: I i, I ha- cool. would have, to, I haven't really seen Francis in a boxing ring. It's so different when you put those shoes on. As a guy who's gone from barefoot kicking to putting on shoes and putting on a, a hip protector, it makes a big difference in terms of your movement, your ability yeah. to throw power punches. I I was speaking to Teddy Atlas earlier today and we were talking about this fight and he said something great that that custom said he goes yes the guy has power it's like he's got he's got a a bomb in his hand but if he doesn't have a missile if he doesn't have a delivery system Mm. to to get that to where it needs to go to to explode on its target it's going to land right in front of you and blow you up it's got nothing for you so that's that's going to be the issue can he get that fight ending power to land on target. And I think that's the biggest question.
0: I can just imagine Teddy saying that. I just when you said Teddy it, Teddy has I all it. the best analogies. I'll gosh. give him that. I'll give him that. Some of his tweets are horrible, and I my, my I don't my, even know if he's writing those tweets. If I'm being honest, with who you is me. writing? I know he, who's writing those tweets. Uh, that's Ariel. That's a really fair
2: statement because I don't think we, it's. You think Teddy Alice is sitting there firing off tweets? I he think a, a lot of them
0: matches. are drafts that get sent out, and regardless of what happens in the fights, it's his anti-boxing. Boxing spurned me. I'm a UFC guy. Uh, This fight, Dana White Contender Series, is the closest thing I've ever seen to Hagler Hearns. (laughs) And I'm like, why is he doing this? You don't have to do this, Teddy. Uh,
2: I have my theories, but. I talk to Teddy every week. He
1: he does not, he does not. Yeah, I work with him every week. He does not hate boxing. He's, He's still very much in love with the sport. I would
0: understand why he would feel the way he would feel about the sport. You know, he gave it his whole life. And then, you know, he was on ESPN. And then he was talking corruption almost every week. He was going to that well a lot. And ESPN and PBC when they came in we were like, "All right, we don't want this to be the Teddy Show." Uh, Friday Night Fights was the Teddy Show for a while. I all
2: loved right, it. Holding back. I love the Truth Tellers, but I can understand why sub promoters and every week. Yeah,
0: we eh, I mean, when there's corruption,
2: Horn, Pacquiao, all that stuff, a lot, he could go off. That's cool. I man. always say
0: that we can talk corruption. We can talk negative aspects of boxing on this show every week. I can do five sure. hours. No, I get that. It. It's. I just feel like you should know when to moderation. I feel like is not Teddy's mean main thing when it comes
1: to going Damn, after who knew dan had such a beef with teddy sheesh give give, give me a whiskey and i'll talk corruption every single episode <laughs> <Yeah>. this, is <laughs> actually, this
0: is actually the guy who was signing some of these contracts or in the contract that he wanted to get out of which yeah, why, gonna, we should I'm be gonna. celebrating it in Ghana right chris
1: yeah well that's why i i for someone like that to, to go head to head and listen i was pretty litigious during my career as well in terms of fighting Contracts and promoters, and it made me stand out. I lost a lot of my prime years due to that, so I could be really, you know, angry about this whole thing. But I mean, listen, for Nganu, I tip my hat. Good for you, brother. I appreciate a guy who goes to bat for himself, and uh, you know, he he made it. He made it, and like I said, couldn't happen to a better guy.
0: Yeah, and Ariel, I feel like the MMA world is not really keen to the to the contract disputes. And all that because when you when you're in the UFC usually that's it that's the pinnacle you're in the UFC the only guys that go backwards I feel like are the older guys like a, maybe a Tito Ortiz or a Chuck Liddell that goes to another organization this is all new for for MMA fans in terms of a guy like Nagano leaving and finding uh, going on the open market and finding his best deal are they receptive to that the fans or are they on Team Dana's side where you left the UFC bro you're trash
2: yeah it's a lot of that mm, uh, really th- they're a weird bunch yeah they 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 are very much pro the organization promoter mm. as opposed to the fighter they, they they tend to side they're smartening up a little bit and i don't mean hey uh you got to be on the other side to be smart but they're they're trying to understand the landscape the business how the sausage is made uh we used to be sort of blind to all of this 10 years ago the sport is so young uh but 100 percent. like i said like when he left the ufc in january up until he signed that deal with pfl it was just a constant stream of francis screwed up It wasn't even a let's wait and see Right, that's the script yeah it it was not even that and then when he signed with pfl it was a holy crap you really screwed up because you went from the ufc like you went from the nfl to the usfl that's how they viewed it Mm. and when he got the tyson fight a lot of people shut up a lot of them shut up because he always said just wait for my boxing announcement wait for my boxing announcement um but yes they they take their cues from dana good or bad and uh you you just have to and maybe that's just the vocal minority on social media who knows but the people that i see like online and stuff like that yeah it's 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 not like i feel like in boxing in the the boxing community is sort of prone to say like nah, that's bs when it comes to promoters in mma it's the complete opposite
0: yeah you have one it's that age-old question the debate that we've had ariel numerous times it's like with with mma you're getting these great fights week after week but they're being either underpaid or they're they don't want to take the fights of taking them on short notice. Whereas the one thing boxing fans have, we may not have the most popular combat sport right now, but I hear this from fans all the time. At least our guys are getting paid.
1: Yeah. <laughs> At least our guys, I'm like, okay, but yeah, we're Is boxing fans like- are fighter first. We are fighter first. And we 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 think that a lot of the hindrance are the promoters and the networks and not so much the fighters. So I think that the boxing fans will side with the fighter more and they want them to get paid. But yeah, they—they, they, I think, I think all the blame for fights not happening happens more on promoters and networks from from our side of the street, and because there is no unified, it's, the UFC is the UFC, it's 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 the broadest umbrella of the of the sport, and that's what everyone knows. Boxing is so fragmented in that way that the the fans they don't have one organization they can look at and be like, and they're doing a good job. That's 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 who's that's who's bread and the butter, and that's who's 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 paying it everybody. Needs, so
0: it changes year to year. Like we just saw this for next topics. Perfect. Like. PBC had the, the one of the best years in boxing. Like if when we do our year-end award show, Chris, I'm pretty sure we're going to give Showtime the network of the year. And they are now out of boxing. Out. Ariel, where do you crazy. think PBC goes?
2: Well, first of all, I mean, it's just crazy. I like imagine telling someone 10 years ago, there'd be no HBO boxing, no Showtime boxing. And uh, I've been lucky enough to sort of dabble in both worlds. My first job ever was at HBO as an intern in 2003. And I just couldn't believe that I was working at the home of HO Sports. My first day on the job as an intern in 2003, I went on a shoot with Roy Jones Jr. Yep, uh, and this is 2003 Roy Jones, and I was just in awe. And so, to see uh, what's happened to that network, and now to see what's happened to Showtime coming off, as you said, one of their best years in a long time, uh, it's heartbreaking. It's absolutely heartbreaking. And uh, you know, I, I've done some stuff for DAZN. I enjoy them very much. Obviously, ESPN has their thing as well. Um, but I'm a, a big proponent of more options for the fighters. I know the fan at home on Saturday, eating their Buffalo Wild Wings with their DraftKings, they just want everyone to be under the same umbrella so they could see all the big fights. Yep. But I want options. I want I want leverage. I want places to negotiate. I, I, I want all that stuff. So to me, the more places, the better. That's why I actually feel at times that the UK combat scene is a lot healthier than the uh, North American combat scene because you have the match rooms, you have the Queensberries, you have the boxers, and you have the networks that seem to be backing it, the traditional networks like Sky and TNT Sports, formerly known as BT, that are really backing boxing as opposed to here. I listen to more UK media now than I do uh, North American media, in particular radio. There's a station there called Talk Sport. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Like I I listen to it taking my kids to school. They're talking about Joe Joyce at like noon. It's over cool. there they're, it's they're talking volume. it's it's crazy yeah, how they get over there about, they're talking about like um like like daniel dubois and his sister <laughs> carolyn dubois the simon a,
0: jordan vehicle
2: yes exactly On and a, but, go
0: at it it's like prime time programming. it's incredible
2: it's incredible here i mean you can't find a single radio station talking about combat mm-hmm. mma or boxing no. so anyway uh it, it's 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 sad to see but hopefully you know it's cyclical and it comes back sounds like amazon is the one that people are talking about a lot amazon has an mma organization under its umbrella one championship uh obviously they have the nfl there's rumors about them being interested in the nba there's often been rumors of them uh you know trying to build up their their sports offerings so it seems like that could be a place i've heard from people saying like there's just no way they go to the zone I, I have no idea wild right that would be I'm, wild, right? um, would be wild that...
0: for a number of reasons because. Ellerby, not so much Espinosa because he knows he has a very dignified way of talking trash. I think it's a skill. Uh, Ellerby has a classic video where, oh, you're talking about the zone? Dead zone? None of our fighters will ever fight on an app. but. I, well, they're,
2: they're about to go to an app. Well, Everything yeah, is well,
1: on an app. The world has changed there, boss. Yeah, <laughs>
0: The only thing that's not on an app right now in terms of boxing programming is ESPN and, and top rank, and their deal is up, I believe, at the end of 2025. Everything is going the streaming way. I mean, talked I talked about this last week when we had the news. Um, if it PPC goes to Amazon, it's probably better for the consumer. It'll probably be a little bit cheaper um than if PPC goes to the zone. PBC goes to the zone. From a fight standpoint, it's great because they'll have Matchroom, Golden Boy, and PBC underneath one banner. And Chris, what's the hardest? What's the thing that's stopping fights from being made the most? Networks.
1: I disagree. I, they're still not going to fight each other. I was hoping for you to say yes, Dan. No, I, I, yeah, you yeah, said like, that the, the other day, and I wanted to, I wanted to push Golden back. Golden Boy aren't co-promoting. Push back exactly. on it now, then. Why? Exactly. So, so like Ariel just said it. So Matchroom and and Golden Boy are both on the zone. You don't see crossover fights very well, there often. There should then. be
0: more urgency now.
1: You would think, but listen, you're thinking rational thought, bro. This is boxing. <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't do not don't that here. A don't movement. Do that
0: we're seeing, talk about ghostwriting tweets. We're seeing Ryan Garcia come out with, oh, it's time to make a movement. We're seeing Teofimo. We're seeing Crawford uh, quote tweeting, Ryan Garcia, it's a fighter's movement. You would think that the promoters would be like, oh, wait, we, we need the fighters too because, uh, you know, Delahoya
1: was talking about it and, and Crawford got into a little squabble. You You would think. You would think fake, a lot of things when it comes was, to boxing this... and promotion and making fights and and what would be good for the health of the sport. But there's a lot of greed. And the guys at the top have all the power. And even if they're on the same network, they could be right next to each other. It's the, 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 right. For them to come, to come across the street and make those fights, I don't know what it's going to take. Uh, but being take on the same like network, is, isn't it? I don't think so.
0: Something like Showtime oh, Shutting Its Doors. I know it, like it, it was the writing was on the wall for a while and it didn't hurt me as much as when HBO did. When HBO left box yeah. was like distraught for like a year. That's where oh, I won man. my world
1: title, the HBO right. one. That, that we all hurt.
0: have our everyone on this right here, we all have our ties but That was a tough one. This one was like I was numb to it almost. It's almost like all right. Well,
1: I knew we knew it was coming.
0: All right, Showtime's next. All right, what's next? Give me what's next. Is it Amazon? Is it PBC? Uh, excuse me, the zone, but my is point. Peacock.
1: Was- Peacock is I heard they're throwing Boxer. their hat in the mix too. Yeah, box, Boxer. Boxer
0: is on Peacock now. I get to see uh, that. Um but in a perfect world, in the Optimus Dan world, uh, Matchroom, PBC, and Match and uh, DAZN, excuse me, Matchroom, PBC, on, boy. would all be on DAZN. And in theory, you would think cross-promotional fights, but that price hike is going to be crazy. They're raising the zone subscription without that being on there. So I don't know where they're going to go. I heard Amazon, but you know, uh, Dan Rayfield's reporting that they're pretty far apart. Uh, they could have a deal for. Right now, for all we know, because that's how Heyman, how Heyman operates. It's an interesting. There's not
2: that many uh, options, by the way. Really? Like, isn't. they're not going to ABC, Disney, ESPN, top it's ranks better. there, <laughs> at least for now. Uh, they're not going to CBS. They're out of the business. Uh, Fox was just in the business. They're out now. Uh, yeah, that fell through badly. Right. Yeah. yeah
0: um, uh, Heyman was pitting Showtime against Fox. Right. He does. Hey, Heyman will get three networks and he'll present the networks a fight. And then he'll have them negotiate against each other. So for a while, Fox was getting the better fights over Showtime. Fox leaves, Showtime gets them all, and now they're out. It's wild.
2: Yeah, NBC, like we just, you know, they did the deal with Boxer. I don't think that would preclude them from doing a bigger deal, but I don't think that they're interested. And then the only other one that we didn't mention is Apple, which, you know, they have their big MLS deal. It just doesn't seem like the right fit. I mean, could you imagine? It seems strange to me. Um, Yeah. You that know what
0: I mean? the move? I'm I'm like kind of putting all our eggs into one basket here. Like I'm hoping it's Amazon. Um I think imagine it would be if HBO for... comes back.
1: Stop, man. Don't do that to me, Ariel. Oh, that'd be nuts. Maybe wow. they... imagine. I uh, was never talking about. I would have a party on that one. Oh, <laughs> we never my... celebrate the resurgence I mean, of HBO boxing.
0: If you oh, think about God. it? That whole HBO um
1: Dan, I would quit this podcast and go try and work for HBO. Oh, I would oh my God. I'd be next to you. I'd, yeah, try sure. I'd try to be in
0: front of you. I'd push you out of the way to try to get. Yeah.
1: Dan be tripping me from behind. Yeah. Get out.
0: Uh, running to the uh, – it's right here on, on 6th Avenue. I have a head start. It's right on next to Brian Park. Um, But for a while, I imagine Max was out and and running, HBO Max in 2017 2018 and they didn't have that whole merger they didn't know what they wanted to be for a while hbo i still think they might have still been in the business but the reason why hbo left is because they no longer had a stranglehold on the market uh and that coincidentally had to do with al Heyman. they stopped working with al Heyman because they were buying overpriced fights and then i think this is something lampley told me or maybe my dad was like the executives were like if we're not number one we're not doing it anymore Mm -hmm. but now it's so fragmented from hbo it used to be just hbo and showtime Right. That's it. That's it. just, that's the way it was. And now it's just the state of the sport. Ariel, you got to run before we get to go. Let's do a couple quick hitters. Oh big Boxing guy. Now you interviewed Devin Haney. What do you think of Devin Haney? He's a pretty interesting and uh, impressive guy, right?
2: Oh, I like, I like him a lot. Soft-spoken. Um, I I think his dad's a great character. I enjoy him very much. Uh, he's very fun to watch. I know his last fight was close and controversial, I I appreciate the fact, you know, you were talking about like the fighters movement. There is a bit of a fighters movement in that the two biggest fights of the year, I feel like were, were, were spurned by the fighters. They were the catalysts in making it happen, right? Tank Garcia, Spence Crawford, they were the ones that said, get the hell out of the way. Let's make this happen. And, you know, Haney leaves matchroom. He was very happy with matchroom. He says, yeah, I'll go over there to top rank and I'll take Cambosis and I'll go to Australia and then I'll go to Australia again. I love that. Um, And I know some fans were upset. That he didn't, you know, take the Shakur Stevenson fight or try to make it happen. Um uh, to me, Regis Progray is a great fight for him. Going up to 140 is a very interesting fight uh and scenario. I love to see someone, you know, take that chance, especially as an undisputed champion. And, you know, who knows? I spoke to him yesterday. He told me about the twenty five percent. I know that's out there already. If it is in fact true that the twenty five percent that he was offering is more than what Shakur Stevenson uh, made, yeah. if that is true, I'm just saying that's a crazy thing. Even if it's not true, even if, even if it's a great 25% deal, even if it's that, you can't tell me that Shakur deserves 50-50. You can't, like, that's just insane. For no, he 100- doesn't.
0: He doesn't. Haney, Shakur is the better fighter, but Haney has just been proving it. It's he's track the undisputed
2: champ. He's it's track record.
0: Champ. He's put on, he's had the fights. He's put on the events. He's put in a little bit more work. And Shakur up until this point. But that's these debates that happen in the boxing world, the 25%, and you're doing math, and they never get, like, solved. It just goes on and on and on, an endless cycle now with this fight between uh, Haney and, and Shakur. I honestly think the fight to make, Chris, I know you would agree here, like, forget Haney-Tank at 140, because that was a big headline that came from your show yesterday. It's Shakur versus Tank. 100%, it's the yeah, next big
1: fight in boxing at 135. That's it. Dude, Chikor is the guy. He that's 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 my guy. And when we talk, I want to take it back to that that twenty five percent thing. You said never gets fixed, but there's a lot of those we don't hear about. I wish I got twenty five percent against Provotnikov, yeah. but I knew I was going to win that fight, and I knew the opportunity that was there. and knew it was a world title fight. I actually had two fights online. I was either Pravdakov or, or or Lucas Matisse. I was going to get paid more to fight Lucas Matisse, which was a good fight for me too, and I liked that fight a lot. But Provotnikov was a world champion. So nice. I was taking less money to fight the world champion because I am be- I was like, I'm beating both of these guys, but I'd rather have a title when I'm done with this uh, and probably fighting the more dangerous guy for less money. So, yeah, there's a lot of that in the sport. A lot of it you never hear about. But, yeah, if you're the guy, man, and you can beat the guy, I've always been, you know, take the short money, and get the win. You yeah. Know? yeah, you get robbed. Things happen. It's it's a very risky thing. But we talked about Francis Agato betting on himself, right? Yeah. Listen, every fighter does that at some point. Yeah. Every fighter's done it throughout their whole career so Shakur you, should, have, should have taken it right yeah we I said agree. that i agree day one.
0: The day, when yeah. that came out uh um, that's what i'm saying yeah we were in lockstep me and chris like should take that fight Shakur. what are you doing yeah. you i would favor you in that fight i'd favor Shakur yeah. over
1: i favor him against all those guys you favor
0: him over um tank
1: tank yep wow wow i yep.
0: think that's the close that's that's the fight um ariel three fights you need to see next year
2: oh boy um Ooh. That's a that's a good one putting me on the spot here. Well, I would say that uh Fury Usyk has to be there because I mean you dangled that carrot in front of us, so if he does get by in I don't think it happens in uh in December. That's I don't I want see. it to
0: happen December twenty no, no. Well it's like a day where I gotta help around the house. I gotta like, you know it's a fast turnaround. Yeah, I kinda
2: I kinda dig that. I mean I'm I'm not I'm Jewish, so maybe it doesn't affect me as much, but I kinda no, dig like, like not... a holiday fight. Well, there's um, I do too.
1: I'm with you on that one, Eric. I'm around my family for yeah. too much. We're eating way too much food. Let's sit down and and vegetate and watch a fight and get excited.
2: Yes, okay. I I dig that. Um, probably wouldn't want to work it in in the middle of a holiday, but uh, I wonder if they threw that date out there just to screw with Ben Eubank because that was the date that Eddie Hearn was talking about and be like, okay. nah, mm. you know what I mean? That was the same exact date, and you're not going to put oh, gotta put love boxing. Massive. If if,
0: if if it looks like that's the reason, that's always. <sighs> A oh, fury, uh, so, a uh, fury, Usyk,
2: fury, Usyk. Um, God, I just said it. I mean, I would like to see Ben Eubank just because it's, you know I, I'm telling you, I'm all into the UK fight scene. It's just been such a saga between those two guys. By the time it would happen, it would probably be like a year
1: and a half, two years after. Chris, you and will I'm not be on kid. the call of that no no but i'll yeah, be tuned I in I, we we talked about it leading up to the first fight that was a we liked that fight yeah I mean, that's
0: that shows you the class of chris algeri no I,
2: I thought you handled that, that very fight. well and i hated to see that happen that was messed up didn't like that at all but you handled yeah. it like a pro like a first match. fight ariel uh well done well done um god yeah man chris just sold me on on uh on shakur tank
1: yeah.
2: that's a freaking good fight but I w- I was I was gonna say Shakur Haney because I, I like the bad blood there and I like the stories of the sparring and all that stuff so it would be nice to see it happen I I feel like now it's going to be harder to make it happen now that he went to match room yep. I'll go with uh I'll go with Haney Shakur there's so many t- I mean I'm not even mentioning I'm not mentioning freaking Terence Crawford I'm not mentioning Naoya in a way canelo, canelo. yeah Tiafimo. and 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 also I will say uh if Katie Taylor wins on November
0: 25th, I'd like to see the rematch against Amanda Serrano. Yes, thank you. I'll be calling call. Kate, uh, Amanda Serrano this weekend, MVP. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 12 three-minute rounds. Unprecedented. Uh, she Her career high is 121 punches thrown in two minutes, which is equivalent to 180 punches. That's so nuts. It's so, so nuts. From someone, from
1: someone who's thrown 137 p- punches in, in, a, in a three minute round, that's so nuts. She's yeah,
0: incredible. I'm really looking forward to getting down to. Who are you working uh, on
1: the call for that one?
0: Uh, Wade Plym.
1: Oh, sick. You guys and, are great together. Thank you.
0: Uh, Wade Plym and Paulie.
1: Paulie Mall. My out. guy.
0: Yeah, so I'm Pauly. heading down to Orlando. How about this, Ariel? I'm, tomorrow I'm heading to Philly to kick off Conor McGregor's new beer, Forged Irish Stout. What? They reached out to John Boy Media and said, we would like to work together.
2: <laughs> is, is is the Mac Daddy going to be there?
0: Um, His team says, we know 36 hours in advance. We're closing okay. in on 24 hours. So I don't know. His belts will be there. That was in the- If you want
2: me to put in a call.
0: Yeah, can you, I know you guys are tight. I know a guy. I know you guys are tight. So I'm going from a McGregor event to a Jake Paul event.
2: I lo- That's funny. Look at I love this crossover this. guy. This guy's—he's yeah, crossing he has over. He's more crossover, he's crossover than crossover I am. Yeah, so. exactly. I want to go the traditional route. You come to this side of the fence. I there remember there was the a hey uh, for anyone listening out there. Uh, this man, Dan Canobio, is 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 the perfect example of 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 not giving up, fighting. I remember talking to you about you know feeling like you were hitting roadblocks and not getting an opportunity, and no one wants to cover boxing. And give- it's great to see you doing this. It's great to see you get these opportunities. I'm a huge fan. And I'm 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 actually very very impressed that John Boy is 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 smart enough because I think there's a lot of outlets that are being very stupid when it comes to boxing. They're they're leaving money on the table. Boxing is a great sport to cover right now. It's so much fun. I enjoy it whenever I can. And uh, we're lucky that we have an outlet like you guys and a show like you guys that actually tells it like it is. So keep it up and kudos to John Boy. I have no affiliation, obviously, for anyone wondering. But I love to see a, a big you know, media company show boxing some love because a lot of idiots out there who are yeah. just ignoring it when they shouldn't be.
0: Amen. I appreciate that very much, Ariel. And, and me and Chris, have been doing a wonderful job bringing boxing to the forefront. It's been a banner a year for our. Wow, program. look
2: at Dan saying, I've been doing a wonderful. You're supposed to just take the compliment. You're not supposed to actually compliment. I, I, out, great great <laughs> I said me and Chris.
0: I've you great call job. out. I have been doing a great job. me and Chris, have been doing a great job. Did I say I,
2: <laughs> you said, no, no, Chris, no. Chris uh,
0: and yeah. I have been doing unbelievable.
2: All, maybe say like, it's all Chris, actually. I'm just writing this. It's co- all clicks,
0: Chris, you know, yeah, we leave the board. The numbers left time.
1: humility at the, at the door this morning, but it's that's I like it, man. This is boxing. I'm not good with compliments. <laughs> Talk about not yourself. Not Let's go.
0: I'm not good with receiving comments. Ariel, you have been a big supporter of mine since day one has helped me a lot in my career. Appreciate that. Uh, no more of this lovey dovey. How how howdy? Okay, sorry, howdy, sorry. howdy. Is that what you said? Hoity, toity, hoity, toity, hoity, hoity, yeah. toity, Who wins? Last words. Who wins? Saturday, Fury and Gano. Chris, you go first.
1: <laughs> I got, I got Fury. I mean, listen, as as great as a fighter as Nganu is in the cage, I, I I liken it to taking a lion and putting him in a, in a in a fish tank with a shark. And the lion on the on on the prairie is very very dangerous, or the tiger, you know, in the jungle, very very dangerous. But you throw him in a in a fish tank with a shark, doesn't really stand a chance. So it, listen, they're 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 having a boxing match. And again, I'm, I'm a big fan of Gano, him as a person, as a fighter. But yeah, it's Tyson Fury all
0: day. Disqualification fight ends in disqualification. Big John oh. Fury jumps in. He stomps in the middle of the ring. It 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 implodes. And uh, he, they he's
1: up. a scary man.
2: He is a scary he man. A, I was there on that stage man. when they were throwing the bottles. I was like, holy crap! You
0: yeah, you showed off your defense, Ariel.
2: Yeah, you saw that A little shoulder roll. Thank you. Nice yeah.
0: hey, weather esque Pre- Appreciate.
2: I thought it was Hopkins-esque, if I'm being honest. Little Philly shell, you know. Yeah, just a little. But um, I, you know. Of course, the boxing guys would notice that. The MMA guys gave me crap for that. Uh, actually, you, you mentioned something. Uh, Logan Paul's security guard did c- come in early there. That should have been a DQ for Dylan Dennis. So maybe John Fury makes the same oh, mistake. Okay. Um, but in the end, come on. No one remembers the person who picked the the massive favorite. So I got I, I got to go with our guy.
0: Wow.
2: The in the world. wow. Was- that being
1: said, though, that being said, yeah. you said the plus 700. I'm probably going to put $100 on Ghana oh i love it really why not because you you might not bet but i do i'll bet i love it i love it
0: believable show thank you ariel hawani remember it folks protect yourselves at all times keep your hands up at all times stay out of those dms